I'm getting abuse I was, already. I was 10 years old when that song came out. Oh, were you? I had the album. Um, I getting, was not 10, and I get, really, really liked her. Oh, well, yeah. I bet you did. I bet you love that video. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a moment. Yeah, I'll just be over here by myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lost in my thoughts. Yeah. Okay, now shake it up. No. Okay, no, that's Taylor Swift. That's Taylor Swift. It's uh, Shara Vishon checking in this morning. Uh, she could have talked fitness, but you already gave me hell for not bringing in the dogs today. I'm sorry, you need to make an appointment with my dogs. They Aww, are superstars. I love dogs. Yeah. Dogs Twiggy. are good for your fitness, too. Oh, they get you moving, I guess, they do, right? Yep. Hmm. Yep. Shara had bulldogs. I did, English bulldogs. Well, they yes. don't get you moving. Uh, well, my life is so active, I needed a couch potato dog. I did put them on the treadmill in the winter. I did. Hmm. Yeah. Was it difficult to teach them how to go on the treadmill? Um, it took some a lot of treats, which kind of defeats the pur- purpose, <laughs> but eventually they, they loved it. Titus, the, the, the older one, hated it, and he was a grumpy old man, but the female loved it. Fergie loved it. She would get on there. She'd just roll... She'd roll with it. She loved it. Yeah. 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 Titus and Fergie loved it. Great names. It it actually is kind of funny just we started down that road because I guess it's whatever gets you moving. Exactly. And you were talking, uh, suggesting to us that a lot of people want some kind of a blueprint. They want specific advice for their fitness, right? But there is no specific advice that's going to cover everybody. I know a lot of people get frustrated because I give such general advice. But in order to give specific advice, I need to know your history, your goals, your lifestyle, your injuries, all that kind of stuff to give you a specific plan that will work for you. Um, And that's why, you know, total bias, but it works. You go see a fitness professional and they can outline something that will work for you. But, you know, generally speaking, there's there's things that you can do to, you know, jumpstart your fitness, right? The one thing that everyone can do, and I think people overlook it because they they poo-poo it, but just getting moving, going walking is huge. We've talked about that a lot. And, you know, there's more and more research coming out talking about the benefits of walking, not just for your physical health, but your mental health as well. And walking is simply because we are not moving as much as we were 50 years ago. So that's why walking is so effective. We had to move more 50 years ago. We didn't have drive-throughs, food delivery, all the different things that, you know, we had to move more. We Mm -hmm. we got more steps in a day. And I know steps is a controversial Mm -hmm. controversial topic because it's like, you know, you can't go off your steps. But if you you were to look at yourself in a day and see how much less you would, you move, if you're not tracking to see how much you move, we move a lot less. Uh, I was just gonna say, my, my cousin Dave, yeah. Uh, was close to, is close to about 400 pounds. Wow. And he made a choice at the start of this year to lose some weight. And the only thing that he could do was walk. And so he started, he says, I'm going to go walk around at the apartment building he lives in. There was a pool. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to walk around the pool. I'm going to start at five minutes. I'm going to move to 10 minutes. He's down 40, 50 pounds. Well, good on and he's doing really well, but it's just, it's in walking and changing the food. But yeah. that was his start to get moving was just the walking. Yeah. 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 It works. It works. Do, do you have to walk with intention? Like yes. There's a difference between going for a meander and going for a walk in order to get moving. I mean, it's all going to work. It's all going to work. But yes, I'm a big move with intention, focus, whatever, whatever you need to get your body going. But at, at the same time, move with intention. Uh, we always think that walking is infinitely safer than running. And I still think it is. But yes. for some people, if you're not in shape or maybe you're older or maybe you have injuries or maybe you have foot problems, yeah. there can still be damage. You can, you can hurt yourself even doing that. So you do have to be, do you have to be careful you, walking? Well, I mean, start off slow like anything else. Like if, you, if you're coming straight off the couch, don't think that you can go out for a 60-minute walk yeah. and not feel it the next yeah. day, right? Like, you know, start with 10, 15 minutes, go around the block. I'm sure just like your cousin 
yeah. did, right? Like, it's just he's had to start off small, but I'm sure he's um, built his way up to more and more work and able to tolerate it. Like, you wouldn't, I'm, I'm not a fan of people just getting out and running. Um, you have to, there's a, everyone thinks I need to get in shape, so I'm going to go run. Actually, you need to get in shape before you run. <laughs> and that includes resistance training and getting your joints ready for the impact of running on the ground. Get a half decent pair of shoes. Absolutely. And uh, and one uh, of the things too, right? I mean, yeah. that, that goes a long way, but yeah, you don't have to do, um, if your goal is a, an, an hour, get 10 minutes in, get 15 minutes and break it up throughout the day if it, you need to. Exactly. And here's what walking also is. It's a springboard to other things. Mm-hmm. So once you get walking and feeling better, you're going to feel able to do other things. Your mental, um, you know, you're going to feel better mentally and you're going to feel better uh, about your physical health. So you're going to say, well, if I can handle this, I'm going to try this. I'm going to start doing this. Mm-hmm. It's a springboard. It's a start to something else. Huh, but then you still have to have a plan. You, you can yes. get a start, right? And so uh, when you talk about general advice, uh, yes. some people yeah. nuts. But just the plan. What is what is a plan? Okay. So what 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 elements are within it? I will give a general guideline. And remember, this is something to work up to. I don't expect the plan is always to master the plan, right? I don't expect <laughs> you to start here. So two to three days a week of resistance training, however that looks. Machines, body weight, resistance tubes, all those types of things. Two to three days a week of resistance training to get you strong. If I have no idea, what what is resistance training? It's basically to build strength in your muscles and your joints. Like weights? Yes, weights. Or or bands or what? Bands, body weight, there's so many different ways. Um, And then two to three or two days a week of moderate cardiovascular work. That's where you can carry on a conversation, i.e. going for a walk, right? For about 30 to 40 minutes. And then I would add in one to two days a week of higher intensity cardiovascular work where you can't talk, where where you don't you're really, puffing. where you're puffing, like going to do stairs, right? Where you're, you're hating life and it's because you need to do that. You know, 15 <laughs> to 20 minutes of that even, one to two days a week. And then one day a week of some type of active recovery where you're doing mobility work or yoga or even another walk or resting some way. But you know, if you're going to work up to that, that's a good foundation. That's a good blueprint to start with where you just want to get started, but working up to that. So pick maybe one day a week of weights to start, one day a week of walking, one day a week of the moderate intensity mm-hmm. cardio. You have to serve the curve of, of cardiovascular. That is the part where I don't like, but I do it. I do my stairs. I do my walks because I know it's good for my heart and it allows me to do more work of everything else. It allows me to garden better, allows me to live life better, all those things. Uh, when you talk about cardio, one of the things that uh, I've, you get all your watches and you get all the apps and stuff like that. And it says, oh, I'm in fat burn mode. I'm in <laughs> cardio mode. I'm in what it is. Yeah. What is, is uh, that? You know, fitness wearables are, are a touchy subject. There's pros and cons to them, right? Because we think we're in the fat burning zone because the, the machine is telling us that. And really the fat burning zone is built in the kitchen. It's not from exercise. I will, sorry, blow up a lot of worlds here, but the amount of calories you actually burn in exercise is grossly overestimated. And I'm sorry to do that, but you can still use your fitness trackable, um, your watch, your ring or whatever to show the work that you're doing and try to gradually improve on that work. It's a good gauge of progress, but don't put all your cookies in that basket as I burnt 600 calories. No, no, I'm sorry you didn't. And I will dispute that. And that is a hill I will die on. Uh, I want to dive into that a little bit more, but why don't we take a quick break here and then come back with more with Shara uh, Vijan, SVPT Fitness. And uh, yeah, I'm I want to dive into that a little bit more. Okay. 
Do these watches and monitors and all these things, do they work? I know what you talked about a little bit before the break about, you know, how to use them and that kind of thing. But do they actually work or, or is this just a marketing ploy to dive into our psyches? Well, I mean, they, they'll work because they'll get used to your body and your, and your habits and whatnot. And it's a good way to track progress for you. But the calorie expenditure is Overestimated. Same with the calorie expenditure, say on the on the treadmill that tells you yeah. you burnt 200 calories mm-hmm. doing this, because it doesn't take into account most of the times your height, your weight, your age, your issues with your body and whatnot. Um, but it can still be a good tool to teach you um, to track progress. I I did you know a hundred more steps today, or I did you know ten, mm-hmm. if, even if it says I burned 10 more calories, even though that's not accurate, you can see that you're progressing. But you it's- can't put everything into that basket and and uh, and say that your worth is tied to those numbers on there because it doesn't show how much stronger you are. It doesn't show that you're improving your cholesterol and um, preventing osteoporosis and all the other things that are not trackable. I think one of the things that I've always liked about the the wearables, whether it's my Fitbit or whatever it was, was the little reminder to get moving when I was just sitting at my desk, that little at, uh, you know, at 50 minutes, you know, 10 to every hour would remind me, okay, you haven't got in, get up and get moving. So I really like that. But I do like like being able to see, um, you know, how many steps I've put in. Uh, it, it is a really good uh, wake-up call about how sedentary uh, a lot of our lives have turned into. Yes, it's an accountability tool. Yeah. Like as I sit here and I trash it and I wear a ring and a watch <laughs> that tracks it for me because I tend to get busy and forget and to not take care of myself. Yeah. So it tells me that it's time to get up and go for a walk. It tells me it's time to stand. It tells me that I need to start shutting my electronics down two hours before bed so I can have a better sleep. Mm. So these are things like, and I know it's kind of a sad world that we live in that we need to be reminded of yeah. these things, but it's also the type of world we live in and to be reminded about getting off our electronics is another huge one and and of course you know being off your electronics in when you're exercising. So you're talking about the whole when we're talking about the the fat burn and cardio when we are doing our exercise should we be in the fat burn area or the cardio area what should we be doing? Well all of it's going to be beneficial it's going to depend on your goals right but all exercise will burn calories but the fat burning zone the amount of fat you're burning is, depends on who you are. Okay. It's, and the marketing of, like, for example, HIT, high-intensity yep. interval training, will market to you as fat burning. But the but the research has shown the amount of fat you're actually burning is negligible. <laughs> and you're it's still good for you because, like I said, you need to surf that curve of intensity um, to help your heart. Um, but it's the marketing of come to our HIT class and burn, um, you know, 600 yeah. calories is, is false advertising. I'll die on that hill. And I'm still saying it's good, but truly... True high-intensity interval training should only last 7 to 15 minutes because you're working at 90% of your max mm. heart rate. Most HIT classes are MIT, which is moderate intensity <laughs> interval training. And that is still good. Mm-hmm. That is still course, good. Yeah. Just don't get you know, sucked in with the false marketing, thinking that you're going to burn all these calories when you probably won't because you're not working to the capacity that you need to be to do that. And I don't know if you can dive into this, but you, well, you'll let us know because you're not exactly a shrink in violet. So <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the way that works. But uh, is it, as you get more fit, does your metabolism improve? Do you, are you more efficient about burning up calories? Yes. Is that, is that yeah. the goal that don't worry about the, the watches, get more fit and your body will end up burning more? Yes. You're going to have to work harder as you get fitter. Like that's why you have to change up your, your training. You had to have a little bit more intensity, add a little bit more, um, 
you know, work. You can't, you, you, if you're doing 10 minutes of exercise, all of a sudden it becomes easy. Well, once it becomes easy, and we've discussed this before, you have to make it hard again for your body to adapt. And yes, your body becomes more efficient. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole goal is you want to be efficient, just like athletes are efficient at what they do because they continue to do it, right? And, and then they up the ante. So it's not just being fit that increases your metabolism. It's continuing to pursue the fitness yes. that helps to do and it. And the whole metabolism thing is another marketing. It's, it's okay. another, like, like there's so many processes in what is called a metabolism that it's not just exercise. It's, it's all the hormones. Like, it's a whole endocrine system. And to say that exercise will boost your metabolism... Uh, it's uh, that's that's another fitness marketing ploy mm. to get you going because it's like I need to boost my metabolism. Well, there's actually it's more complicated than that. There's a lot of things that affect metabolism. Exercise can, but it's not as much as everyone thinks it is. Mm. Uh, okay, I'm probably you know, pushing everyone away from exercise. No, no, no. Like you know what I mean? No, but, at the at the end of it, you say it's really good. Just. Duh. All the rest of the stuff, don't let it get in the way. It's not the end-all, be-all. Exactly. Right? Um, Really, um, you can do whatever you want if you if yep. you if you want to get on a treadmill if you want to go for a walk if if your goal is to maybe drop some pounds that sort of stuff a huge part of that is diet sure. um and we've always said you know going back uh you can't outwork a bad diet yeah you can't outtrain a bad diet yeah and so a lot of that again goes back to the decisions that you're making in the kitchen right exactly and and that is first and foremost if your goals are fat loss or weight loss that's what you have to address first but i i say always add in exercise because we keep we keep pushing exercises because it's about aesthetics and how we look. But we need to really look on what it does on the inside Mm. and for your mental health. And the older I get, the less I worry about what fitness does to my outside and I'm more worried about what fitness does for my inside and that's the most important part the heart the you know fending off illness and And all those things and the brain sleep all the things and whatever it is whatever you choose like I'm like listen if you want to do a burpee boot camp which I absolutely don't like if that's your jam and that keeps you going I'm happy for you and I want to see you win no matter what you do because every little bit counts but don't go into the burpee boot camp (laughs) raw I mean, you have, to, you have to find something yeah. you're going to stick to long term. And the more intense it is, the the less likely you will stick to it long term. But there is a time and a place for intensity. It just shouldn't be every day. You have to surf the curve. High one day, low another, moderate another, surf that curve. And that will stick long term. Uh, just it, Yeah, it makes recovery a whole lot exact, easier. It just makes everything. You right? can only train as hard as you can recover. Yeah. So you can't <laughs> recover doing high-intensity interval training every single day. Yeah. Your body just won't allow that because you have to add to that the stressors of life. Mm. So you're doing the high-intensity interval training plus you're you got work and you got kids and you got everything else yeah. going on. Where's your recovery coming in? Oh boy. Uh, let's have let's have a laugh before you go. So we got a Minotian from Tammy who uh, has a, the watch reminder. Says she ran a marathon early morning in Disney World, walked around the park all day, was at something like fifty thousand steps. Oh wow! And then got a reminder to move when I sat down for a rest. <laughs> I told it to screw off. Well, she there, actually used a different word, but I'm just making it radio friendly. But therein lies the problem <laughs> with the wearables, right? They're, they 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 can be good, but they're not always 100%, right? Yeah. You have to understand that they're still electronics and they're still fallible. Sometimes you got to tell that electronic to screw off. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> like, you got to listen to your body and say, you know what? Awesome. I'm good. Shara Vijan joining us this morning. Uh, of course, the owner of SVPT Fitness and Athletics. Uh, always great to talk with you. Uh, check out the website if you want to find out more. We'll talk to you again next month. Yay. Okay. Bye. Thanks for having me.